0: Welcome to the Event Tech Podcast, where we explore the ever-evolving world of event technology every week. This show is brought to you by Endless Events, the event AV company that doesn't suck. Now, let's talk tech.
1: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Event Tech Podcast. He
0: is the wistful Brant Krueger, And that gentleman over there from Endless Events is the ambiguous Will Curran. Or is he? Or isn't he? Or is he? <laughs> or Or isn't he? I don't, I don't know. We'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> so today I uh,
1: we have a topic I think that's uh, very uh, um, close to home for Brandt when it comes to a lot of the stuff you're already talking about um, in terms of security, data privacy, all that sort of stuff. And I'm um, really excited about this one because um, I think most people aren't aware of kind of what's getting put together when it comes to what this is. Brandt, you want to talk a little bit about
0: what's going down in the news today? Well, it's, you know, it's one of the things that we're seeing, and it's actually been something that's been bouncing around uh, for for a little while now. We've seen kind of drafts of the legislation, but it was finally uh, finally being made public. Uh, what's being called the Mind Your Own Business Act, um, which is uh, basically Congress starting to say, you know, tech companies, we're going to start stepping in. So, uh, you know, obviously, we saw Europe um, uh, have their kind of moment with GDPR uh, regarding regarding privacy and personal data and your ability to make it go away if you want it to. And uh, most importantly, I think, uh, the thing to come out of GDPR is actual teeth in the legislation for data breaches and things like Mm -hmm. that. So until you make it painful, people aren't going to do it. Absolutely. I mean, like right now, um, if you look at the kind of the current
1: happenings and how this all kind of goes down is that let's say for example there's a huge leak of data right passwords get leaked oh because they're an unencrypted document or yada yada whatever reason right well right now news comes out that's happened we notify the users and you know i think the tech companies just hope to cross our fingers that no one gets angry enough to to really care and i'm and i apologize i'm obviously not a a huge um person who understands the ideas behind, like, what sort of laws and things like that that go into it, but a lot of times it's just, oh, man, they really screwed up, they go in the news for a little bit, and then everyone forgets about it, and there's nothing that really happens unless there's, like, a class action lawsuit or... It's so egregious that all of a sudden, oh, the government's going to decide to sue that company
0: directly. Right. I mean, a perfect example of this is Equifax. So the U.S. credit uh, reporting company, Equifax, leaked basically 143 million, something in that neighborhood uh, of S- like, personal social information, social sec- security, social security num- numbers, like the worst possible thing you could lose. And they made money. On the deal, like Insane. in their stock went up. They actually made money on the deal. They sold a lot of people like credit monitoring services beyond that. I think there was some convictions related to like selling off stock, you know, so that they knew <laughs> yep. they knew yep. that. But it had nothing to do with the actual breach itself, which was total Utter incompetence. It was not like, oh, we didn't know. Oh, we were just innocently targeted. It was total incompetence. And so, what's interesting to me is, so is 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 that the U.S. now and some states have been starting to flirt with some uh, putting some teeth into privacy, privacy and cybersecurity legislation. So, talking specifically about this one. Yep, and we're going to link down to the original article that we're kind of basing this off of
1: from Engadget, where they talk about this. Um, but essentially, uh, as they report, the bill would allow the FTC to set minimum privacy and cybersecurity standards for tech companies. So maybe we start with that one, um, and then we can move on to next also issuing fines for up to 4% of companies' annual revenue um, if they do make some sort of breaches or something like that, which that's now all of a sudden saying a standard for how pay, not just, oh, here's $20,000 or we'll give $5 back to every single person. It's like, no, like if they're a multi-billion dollar company, 4% of their top line revenue, then the next thing is that uh, make it a crime for senior execs to lie to the agency regarding privacy standards, empowering state attorneys to enforce regulations, and then also allowing users to opt-out of data tracking, um, which is very, very interesting. So maybe we start at the, the, I was the say, top? going you say,
0: let's back it up to the top one of those. So
1: the, the setting the minimum privacy and security standards for tech companies. So what there's, does that mean? There's
0: things that I like about these, this, the bill, and there's things that I don't like about the bill. One of the things that I do like is that it's not Congress trying to set this stuff, mm-hmm. right? You know, It's it's enabling an agency to, to set, so it's trying to give teeth to existing agencies. Mm-hmm. So FTC, Federal Trade Commission, okay, that seems like a pretty appropriate... appropriate... Appropriate place to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, It's allowing them to set these minimum privacy standards, set these cybersecurity standards, and I think by trying to do it that way, it's going to be able to be a little more flexible. Mm -hmm. So as we learn new things, as you know, as uh, the kind of the baseline for what cybersecurity should be kind of evolves and changes, we'll be able to theoretically move a little bit faster than trying to push legislation (laughs) through both the House and the Senate and get it signed by the President and all that kind of stuff.
1: I think that's important, too, because like you said, tech's always moving so quick. So right now they're talking about minimum privacy and cybersecurity standards. Well, yeah. for right now, that might mean things like, hey, email addresses, phone numbers, whatever it may be. But, you know, we talk about how fast tech is moving all the time. That could be something new, right? Like maybe it's biometric data. Maybe it's, um, you know, the understanding of API data. You know, like all these terms that probably just surfaced probably recently in the last 10 years, you um, you know, they, they they would be able to change that and keep up with the times, which I think is um, really important. And I also think the minimum standard, it's setting a rule base, similar to how GDPR said... You have to have the ability for users to opt out. There has to be check boxes that say that they're collecting data. Anytime someone goes on a page that is collecting cookie data, it needs to do this. Like all these sort of regulations are requiring at minimum very clear standards for what it needs to be. Um, And honestly, for tech companies, I mean, like I don't consider myself a tech company, but someone who's involved in technology, I like it. It tells me what rules do I need to follow because I'm happy. I'm personally happy to follow these rules. Um, (laughs) But um, it tells you what you need to do, it makes it clear and concise rather than what's the best practices? Yeah,
0: and some of the teeth that's in GDPR has to do with just timing, you know, that if you are breached, you have to get it out within a certain, you have to tell people mm-hmm. within a certain amount of time, whereas a lot of the U.S. breaches just sit on it and sit on it and sit <laughs> on it and hope it goes away and yeah. it doesn't and then finally somebody leaks it. No, oh, in okay, 2014 oh, this yes, happened
1: no. and you're yeah, like, wait. I
0: mean, <laughs> and, and you know, and this does absolutely impact our industry because it was the Marriott Starwood uh, thing happened where we had a breach where people were in the Starwood system for years. Mm-hmm years, mm-hmm. um, uh, before it was discovered and before they were able to get kicked out. So, you know, these things, and there's some question as to how long people knew that that was mm-hmm. happening. Um, and so, uh, this business then of uh, the second part of this, of this legislation, which is, um, actually making it uh, illegal for mm-hmm. uh, these uh, the officers of the companies to lie to these agencies. Yep, yep. So so putting a little teeth into that. I guess I kind of glossed over yeah, the, 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 the the fine. Four, the, yeah, the 4% um, fee. Yeah, which is not something to gloss over. That's <laughs> that's a huge amount of money potentially <laughs> yes. for for a company. Um it's not a and it's revenue, yeah, not profit.
1: Yeah, if we talk about that one real quick before we go into the the crimes, um which I think is pretty straightforward, but the, the I like the 4% annual fee because right now there is no standard and it's so funny when you see an article come mm-hmm. out about some sort of privacy thing, and then, you know, year later, two years later, oh, finally they're getting convicted, and here's what it is. And there's always an outcry. That's yeah, a they're fine of, like, $100,000. Yeah, like, it was something like, yeah, what was it? Like, you know, oh, if you've signed up for this petition and blah, 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 you got $5. And you're like, right. well, losing my social security number was worth to me more than $5 of, of what it was. So I like that it's it's a clear, concise standard. Whether you care about 4% or not, I like that it's sp- it's fair across the board, and also yeah. scales based on company because it's not fair if, for example, Joe Schmo small uh, company loses a hundred thousand users worth of data, and then you know Facebook with millions of users does it and they pay the same actual number amount. But it's great that it scales based on revenue as well, which I actually really like that. So so far I'm in.
0: On on all yep, of these things. Yep.
1: On the crimes yep. for the the execs to lie. Yep. Obviously lying's bad. So yep. um, next on to with the empower state attorneys. State AGs, yep. So yeah, state attorney generals to enforce regulations and let um and let well let's start about the state attorney generals um, regulating. I do like this as well because obviously we've talked about like how also it depends on state to state level. Again, giving more power to specific people close to the ground versus
0: Having yeah, you need a an enforcement orders. mechanism, and yeah, it gets it out a little closer. So it's yeah, not someone sitting in an FTC office in D.C. figuring it out. You're, you're, you're giving the power to the state AGs to be able to enforce these regulations. Mm-hmm. And then... Last but not least is the
1: letting users opt out of tracking for target data. So um, maybe if we back out for a second, for most people to understand how this targeting ad data gets collected, um, per se, I don't. Is that is everyone understand that a hundred percent? I don't. I think that's the point: is that not everybody understands
0: it. I, I think we're we're getting better at it. Like I think over the course, honestly, of this last year, I think mm-hmm. it's starting to click. I still hear people say all the time, like, "Wow, oh my god, it's crazy." I was thinking about buying right. a microphone and now all that microphones on everywhere there's a lot of misconceptions about tracking data and then there's then there's a lot of like it's starting. to people are starting to realize that they're tracked for absolutely every tiny little thing on the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I personally am not in the tinfoil hat club of my Alexa is constantly listening Yeah, yeah and yeah. oh my god if you say baby ducks 17 times you'll get an ad for baby ducks and I yeah, swear yeah, yeah, we've totally. never talked about baby ducks before.
1: Is it worth bringing that up and having that conversation right now but like I, I, I think what it is is that um, it, I'm not sure if this is going maybe off topic but I, what I, I believe and this is coming from someone who is a marketer so I understand the back end systems like I don't have any access as a marketer for me to go on facebook and say oh yeah turn on the microphone feature for everyone who says the word av now i'm gonna show them ads for av um you know and it may seem like that if you ever see an endless <laughs> events ad anywhere but um a, the way it does is these these programs have so much data to work with they're really good at guessing friends of friends so you, yeah on the ad side i can say you know what um well brant really likes um surface pro devices well he's friends with will and will's Uh, So what I'm going to do is I'm going to show all of Brandt's friends' ads for Surface devices because they've probably seen Brandt with a Surface. So now all of a sudden they're going to think
0: about it because we've talked about our computers a hundred Or I've clicked on an ad for, you know, I clicked on an ad for Surface, yep. uh, you know, on another site. You know, and that's why when we do click on something on Amazon or something like that, it tends to follow us around yep, yep. even yep. long after we actually <laughs> bought the thing. That's the thing that frustrates me is like, come on, if this stuff really worked, you would know I already bought that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and, the, and the idea of
1: like cart abandonment is the is the term where if like you add it to your cart, but you never end up buying it, you know, things like that. But, you know, like, I, I think sometimes, yeah, there's a little bit of too tinfoil hat. But what's, I think, great about this, bringing back to the article, is that yeah. giving people the chance to opt out. See, I don't want it.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I think I think this is where I, I, they start to lose me just a little bit. Because I think, yes, we absolutely want people to be able to opt out. But the way that a lot of these companies make money, including Facebook, including Google, you know, their primary mode of money is advertisements and Mm -hmm. tracking, and being able to sell that data to people. So you wouldn't necessarily be able to go and listen for people to say the word AV, but you would be able to go to Facebook and say, "I want people who've searched for AV." Oh, absolutely! uh, Or have used this keyword or that keyword, or or in this demographic or in that demographic. And the demographics have—that's a whole other issue of like people being able to search and keep people off of their search based on demographics. Yeah, I'm totally um, a totally. whole nother kettle of fish. So I, I do like the idea as much as possible. I'm a privacy guy. I like privacy. Um, but at the same time I also get a tremendous amount of value from Google services. For example. Yeah, that are free. They're free. It's tracking the snot out of me. I mean I I have I leave the flood Gates open when it comes to Google because I get a lot of value. I get, you know, all of a sudden, you know, my flights magically appear on my calendar without Mm -hmm. me having to enter anything in. Mm -hmm. Um, I go to search for a hotel um, in Google Maps and it'll actually pop up. It'll say, oh, did you, by the way, this is your reservation. For that hotel mm-hmm. so like i just want to check and see you know um, where i'm going to be staying in grand rapids this weekend okay great i'm I, what was the name of that hotel i think it was the amway something and i start to type it in and, and it's already filled itself in it yep. said and by the way here are the dates that you're staying yeah totally well it's awesome uh too
1: about it as well as most people don't realize for services like google 90 percent of the revenue comes from ads and then I they still use it don't to,
0: get I don't get it's I mean I never click on ads
1: well, it's, But somebody is somebody <laughs> people totally do I mean coming from, from somebody who pays for ads all the time people totally do um, and what's crazy about it, though is that they also don't think about all the side projects right we talked about the moonshot stuff we talked about quantum supremacy all these crazy things that Google's working on that stuff gets funded based on those ads so not even just the direct value you're getting but also the cool crazy products waymo things like that are all getting funded based on ads so what you're bringing up as a point, though, is that if you can allow people to opt out, people are no longer the product anymore, and so therefore they can't make money, so now they have to find a new way to make money, which then leads to potential
0: things like now you're going to have to pay for Gmail. Right, 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 which which I'm open to. And so this is and like I said this is kind of where this act starts to lose me a little bit because um, part of it is that they would require quote unquote some platforms. Who who could Ooh. we be thinking about? To make sure that low income people have access to well, before you get in Well, I'm, I'm getting there. To yeah. These these privacy protection visions because what they're saying is that the platforms would be would have to offer paid privacy protecting versions right so i could pay for privacy you know protected gmail and privacy protected facebook and privacy protected facebook like facebook pro and or so facebook premium you you can almost see the thought process behind this that like you know we want people to opt out but this is how these companies make money well what if we let people pay to opt out, and then somebody in the room says, we But if too many people opt out, we can't do it, and then that creates digital haves and have-nots. So, you know, we've got people who can afford it can opt out, but people, you know, poor people, we have to, like, you know, suck it up and use these services for free. Well, what if we use the already existing FCC uh, Lifeline program that, you know, is is for people who can't afford uh, internet access, if I remember right, Mm -hmm. Um, then those people would, you know, wouldn't have to pay. Okay, now, so that's the way it currently stands, just to be clear, is that they're currently saying that the platforms would offer paid privacy protecting versions uh, where you could pay. But if you're poor enough, then you don't have to pay, which means the whole, it's this whole middle ground, uh, which I am fortunate enough to be, you know, kind of middle income, you know, Midwest, you know, right down the middle kind of guy. And um, I, I often find myself in a position when it comes to legislation and tax breaks and things like that, that In the middle, you kind of get hurt the most because I'm not poor enough to qualify for, you know, discount loans and things like that. And I'm not rich enough for it not to matter. Mm -hmm. (laughs) so so, so, you know i find myself you know that kind of you you get this kind of weird ugly middle ground so yeah i would i would probably pay for you know an an, an ad free version of gmail still collect all my stuff still collect all my data as long as it's only being used for me Yeah, yeah, yeah i would totally pay for that if it meant that i didn't have to see ads in my gmail and i didn't get targeted and followed around by google services but now tack on facebook now tack on instagram now tack on you know so it's like Disney, Plus, it Netflix, Patreon ex- exactly, Max. Exactly. Too. You start to get privacy protection fatigue. Yeah. So now I'm having to pick and choose which services do I want to pay? Which services do I get that value from? And I would argue we already can't. I have not been on Facebook. For eleven months at this point. <laughs> wow, it's been eleven months. Yeah, oh, well, ten months. So we'll say as we're recording this, I, I think it was January of this year. So it was going to be a one week thing. I was really cramp cranky about some of the news of the day or whatever. I was like, "That's it, I'm off for a week." And it went to two weeks, to four weeks, to three, you know, three months. And next thing I knew, and you know what? I don't care. You know, there are there things that I miss. Yes, you know, I, you know, I'm missing out on baby pictures, and I'm missing Wait, out you're on missing on baby. Well, pictures? that's where people post them. Yeah, it's fair (laughs) enough. Fair enough. (laughs) Am I mis- well, yeah. If it's family or something like that, okay, like okay. you know, I, I saw see. I saw a lot of my family uh, at a family reunion recently, and it's like I had missed so. Much. But you know what? Oh, yeah, That's yeah. why you have a family reunion. Yeah. Totally. We were able to sit and talk and find out what people was going on in people's lives. I just missed the day to day. You know, some might argue crap. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so I, I guess my point is that the, I don't do that, and I don't preach it. Like I don't go around saying you should be on Facebook too. Mm-hmm. You don't. Don't you know Instagram is also Facebook? You know, I don't go around doing that for me personally, I think they're a terrible company. <laughs> I think they're a terrible, <laughs> terrible company. This is as close to the soapbox as I'm going to get on.
1: We'll put you on event brew to, to, yeah. to bring you over. Yeah, when you want it to, to,
0: you please, because I will <laughs> brew the snot out of that. Um, so for me personally, I can't abide that company. I don't like the way they do business. I don't like the way they handle advertising. I really don't like the way they handle politics. Um, so I'm out. Mm-hmm. On the on the flip side, I get a ton of value from Google services. Mm-hmm. I get a ton of value for it. Um, I think for me, it's worth them having my data in order to be able to do that. You know, for for what I get out of it. So. I get a little twitchy and I'm not the biggest like, you know, government stay out of my yard kind of guy. I believe in, you know, in regulated commerce to a certain extent, but I get a little twitchy when I start seeing things being broken down based on how much you can pay. I get a little twitchy. This just feels really knee jerk to me. Yeah. yeah. I was so in until I hit this section. Yeah. yeah. And was like, okay, now, now we're creating digital have and have nots based on how much you earn. Mm -hmm. And that's just a really twitchy thing for me
1: well you bring up a good point too which is just that now all of a sudden we put a price on privacy and it's like you know the, the, what's the price of freedom? Kind of like sort of like conversations that you end up having. And this is also going to now, I mean, to talk about how it's going to affect the events industry. Well, now all of a sudden, all, everyone's so used to it from social media and Google services. Oh, you have to pay to get privacy. Well, what's going to keep um, the big tech event tech companies from saying, oh, yeah, if you want your attendee data to
0: be uh, protected so we can't look at it, yep. you're paying an extra 20%. Yeah. you know or something like that. Well, that's already happening to a certain extent. And so, I mean, anytime you're doing a registration platform that's free, yeah. S- your data is the product. Yeah. It's being sold. It's being that's I mean, there's point. no such thing as free. Yeah. So Cuz because uh, I, we almost said this analogy is that if you
1: um, if you are not are paying for something and something is free, it is not the product you are the product. you the product. Your, your If you can't is. figure out
0: how they're making the money, you and your data are the product.
1: Mm-hmm, absolutely. So I think it's going to be, yeah, really, really interesting what's, what ends up coming from this. Um, I, what's interesting is, is if you Google how many the conversations people have about would you pay for Facebook? Would you pay for this? It's so wild and down the middle. I think that's why we haven't gotten to this point where, you know, there's a Facebook premium or there's a Facebook whatever it may be um, because pe- it's so split. It, there's the of course yeah take my money like that's fine I want to help you guys I want to help you guys make money I love this service like the kind of the Google office but then you have some people like absolutely not and I think that a big part of it has to do with education and I think as bad as it's been these last couple, feels like forever, like what, 20 million years full of <laughs> uh, breaches and things that are happening, I, I, it, I, for the first time ever, I feel like I can talk to people who are not technical, who aren't technical roles and say like, what do you think about this? And they, they at least have an opinion because they're at least knowing what's going on now at this point. Um, now that doesn't get me to the point where I tell so many people they need to get password managers, and they still say why. Uh, they everyone has all my information already, but right. uh, well, that's probably for a separate t- topic at some point.
0: Yeah, and, and so there's a few more really good points I think that come out of this. And so, so one is this idea of of, of privacy, right? And 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 I think where things do cross a line is, um, uh, you know, some of the and this isn't specifically called out in this legislation, but it's kind of in the in the, the what's circling around it is what I'm what I'm not okay with. Is are my my um, my internet providers uh,
1: mm-hmm. selling data? Uh, mm-hmm. My
0: cell phone providers selling data, and so uh, I, I think there is an argument to be made that internet access maybe should be regulated like a utility, like light, like like lights, like power, mm-hmm. um, you know, like phones, things like that, because that is becoming uh, something that we need and rely on for every. I mean, good luck trying to you know get. Uh, so much of of, of government uh, facilities are being pushed online because it's cheaper. Mm-hmm. Good luck trying to actually get a form and fill it out and <laughs> mail it these days. It's like everything wants to be pushed online. Or so you're pay saying online. that venue Wi-Fi finally can so get I'm regulated saying, for yes, all the I'm craziness? Saying internet access, let's talk sure. Let's talk regulation. Let's talk about but these companies like Facebook and Google, like I think we need to start acting like grown-ups to a certain extent yeah. and say, you know, if I am cool with it you got to be cool with it. But let's try and educate people. Educate people to what, what's going on so that they know. But, you know, Facebook is not a utility. Yeah. It's, I, it's a platform. It's I, an important platform because of the sheer volume of people that are on it and the number of people that are on it. But you don't need, need it. Facebook.
1: And that's why I love. I love this analogy. And you just, I had the aha moment as you are saying that. Is that, like, yes, all these things are great, but we there's nothing forcing you to use Facebook. There's nothing forcing you to use Google. And if you want to opt out of getting the data... Find a different alternative. Yes, it's not going to be as convenient. Yeah. Things like that. Like, I can't tell you. not going to be as good. Like, I use Facebook Messenger t- to primarily talk to everybody. Um, I think now everyone who wants to reach me knows how to reach me the the right way. But I I, um, I use Facebook Messenger like crazy. And I want to get off of it. I am not a fan of a lot of things going on. and But it is the best product to do what I need it to do. And if I really, really want to, yes, I could switch everybody over to name a messaging platform. Um... The secu- Telegram, secure Telegram, right? B- but it involved me convincing all my friends to get on it. All I was these about, things about
0: the- to say WhatsApp. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that <laughs> one's owned by Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, um, you know, if you want to, you're sacrificing convenience. And we talk about this all the time security and privacy. What you're su- sacrificing when you don't get to it is definitely the. um you know, the convenience and the ease of being able to use it. And I think it's a a super duper solid point, Brad.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I I think it's, 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 it's worthy of deeper discussions. You know, that's, you know, anytime we start going down the road of, cause I I felt like you were half a step away saying that you would pay for it. Uh, for Facebook Facebook messenger.
1: I honestly,
0: (sighs) if, 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 if if it would make all the rest of the stinkiness go away. Honestly,
1: if, um, if my, uh, I would pay for it if, um, oh gosh, that's a hard question.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: you if, know, if I don't get rid of
0: all the tracking I, and... I don't
1: get inconvenienced by it because I block most of the Facebook ads mm. and things like that. Um, I would pay for it because I know they would make it a better product, probably. Um, they would have a consistent form of revenue, that sort of thing. Um, the thing that just honestly, the reason why I use it is just because everybody's on it, it's, it, yeah. it's, it's, you know. I only have like two or three people who say like, oh, can you just text me instead? That's the
0: only thing that gets me close to coming back is, is like literally I'll find out that someone had a birthday party and the only place they posted it was on Facebook. And then like, oh, didn't you get the invite? I sent it to everybody. Well, no, you didn't because I'm not on Facebook. Totally, and I
1: like it like that. We can do like Facebook Messenger uh, uh, groups of people. So, like for example, our board game night has it, and people can be in there that I'm not yeah. sorry, friends with or don't have their contact info, and I know who's posting the message, and I see their image and
0: things like that. There's there's a lot of convenience things related. And to this, it for it's sure. this and Instagram, also owned by Facebook, is 100 yeah. you know ad driven and uh, you know making a crap ton of money on what you click on and what you look at, um, and then reselling. And some people even say it's way better than Facebook because it's, they're just they just they. See See on Instagram and then buy. Um, That that it's so well targeted that they Mm -hmm. just buy a crap ton of stuff uh, based off of Instagram to the point where like they had to stop. (laughs) This person I'm thinking of had to stop going on it because they were buying too much stuff. So I think it's interesting. I think it's you know obviously this hasn't passed or anything like that. I think it's great that we're having the discussion. I my personal opinion is that this bill tends to go a little further than it needs to. It's it's frustrating because it's like there's so many good things and even GDPR I felt there were so many. good things in it, but maybe went a little too far in a couple different areas. you know, totally different subjects, but, you know, I just feel like lately I've been seeing a series of, of bills where like, oh, great, okay, uh, oh, no, you lost me. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just that, a couple that, lots of losses. Exactly. Well, it, these things I don't. put too oh, many things in too much. They almost don't always go all the way through. Right? They, some of
1: these are going to get struck down by some people, but I think the important thing, too, for planners and event professionals who are listening now, too, is just, like, to know that this stuff is coming down yes. the road. And if you see companies that are doing things improperly. Use this as leverage to say, look, this is coming soon. See something, say something. Yeah, like, uh, hey, are you aware of the uh, Mind Your Own Business Act that's uh, being pushed around? It's not going to be okay for you to be able to do this. And uh, if this goes through, I hope you know, like... uh Is that threatening at that point? You know, in some ways, a little bit. But to say, like, hey, like, you need to get this together. Um, And I think our hope is that it will also make um, all technology companies a little bit more secure when it comes to the data and privacy that we have.
0: And it's part of, again, part of the larger conversation about, you know, as we we are hiring uh, event technology companies, registration companies, event apps just asking them what their data retention policy is, you know, how long are they keeping stuff? What are they keeping stuff? You know, at the end of my event, do I get to say delete it all and it's gone? And if so, how, um, so having these types of conversations, because whether you know, if not, if not this legislation, something's coming down the way. You know, we're already seeing some of it in California legislation. Um, uh, you know, and so whether it's state by state or it comes down from the federal level in the U.S., we're going to start seeing privacy and protection legislation coming down. So maybe it won't be as necessarily as severe as GDPR, but definitely going to start seeing things. And so let's have the conversation. So as you're talking to your providers, like I said, ask them for their retention policy. Ask them how long they hang on to the stuff. Do they sell stuff? Read those click, you know, read those click ons uh, carefully, you know. If you've got a legal department and uh, you're having to sign a, you know, a EULA, an end user agreement for your for your software, have them take a look just to make sure there's nothing creepy in there about, you know, once we own your data, we're going to sell it to the, I don't know, to China for something, um, which is a whole other kettle of fish when we talk about things like TikTok. Totally.
1: So I think uh, I think uh, that one rounds this one out for sure. Yeah. I, I think really really interesting. Again, like we want to bring you guys the news that might not necessarily be, oh my gosh, this is obviously related to the events industry, but it's stuff just to be aware of on kind of the periphery. And I think that's why we decided to kind of uh, give this as well is that there's a lot of news and a lot of things happening in tech. We want you guys to know the the ins and outs of what's going on in the world.
0: One of the number one questions that you and I get asked when we're out, you know, doing sessions and, 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 you know, our education sessions or webinars or things like that is where do we go for the news? Where do we go to find out what's coming down the pipe? So we want to kind of start giving you a little bit more of that. So we're not just talking about the technology that's impacting us, you know, today, tomorrow, next week, down the year, you know, or down, you know, a year from now, but, you know, so that you can start to get informed as well as to, you know, you know can you keep an eyeball on this because this is going, this is coming, you know, before you know it. I love it. I love it.
1: All right, so let's go ahead and round this one out. Thank you so much, Brant, uh, for uh, joining me on this one. I know uh, you, you love your uh, privacy and security discussions. I do, I do, I do. Um, i always get getting really excited when I was like, oh, we're going to talk about security security and privacy today. Um, and for, thank you everyone for listening as well. I hope you guys enjoyed this one. As always, head over to the eventtechpodcast.com. We're going to post all the links to the original articles where these detail a little bit further where you can read the draft legislation, all that sort of stuff. Directly right at eventtechpodcast.com. Um, you know, that's where all the good stuff is. Also, if you're listening to this on a platform that you don't really like, you're listening on, you know, YouTube or Spotify and you're like, Hey, I would love to listen to this on Apple Podcasts, for example. That's where we are gonna go to get all those links um all together in one. And you know, we're everywhere. We're all over the Apple Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Google Play. We're
0: everywhere you wanna be.
1: So, and also we wanna know what you guys think.
0: Careful, I think that's copyrighted. Everywhere you want to be. Oh, you That's probably. It, but. So, uh, we're everywhere. We want to be wherever you, you want, want us to be. be. It doesn't quite have the same ring to no, it. No, quite no, not quite no, as much. It's not quite.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, Dang it. So, um, we want to know too what you think. So, make sure to contact us. Hashtag Event tech Podcast. Also, feel free to shoot us an email. We read every single one of your emails. And thank you, everybody, for emailing us. Event Tech Podcast at com.
0: And thanks all of you, by the way, that have sent those just like aw emails of like, you know, hey, really liking the show, you know, keep it up, that kind of stuff. We like that stuff. Absolutely. I love the hearing that I've listened to all your shows. I've, uh, you know, I've
1: really enjoyed this one because that's what helps us feel where we're going uh, in terms of uh, the future of the show as well. Absolutely. So keep it coming. Well, we're going to get out of here and go enjoy some more nerdy tech news. We'll see you guys all next time on the Event Tech Podcast.
0: Thanks again for listening to the Event Tech Podcast. Be sure to rate and review us on your favorite podcasting app. Also, be sure to head to eventtechpodcast.com and leave us a comment about this week's episode. We'll see you next week on the Event Tech Podcast. Event Tech privacy. Event Tech opt out. Event Tech opt out.